Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. <laughs> we're not scheduled to go live until 11pm, I've just noticed, but we're live now at 11am. <laughs> um, so that's probably why nobody's going to be able to actually find it. I don't know if there's any way of changing that, Gary, if you can have a look at that in the background. But I fucked up, it's ending up this morning, so uh, anybody who it's was to get notified probably won't get notified. Uh, so I don't know if you want to change the... Can, can you do it once we start, or should we restart? We're live now. We yeah, we're live oh, now. Just get on with it. Um, it's fine. We'll yeah, just have to People will get... People are getting notifications and that once we go live. But um yeah, good morning, one and all. Um it's it is the morning after the the day before. Um where to you know, look football is back and not in an in an international pedigree. Uh we've 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 enjoyed um a good game actually all in all yesterday. Everyone, I think there's a lot of a lot of talking points, Gilly. Um and yeah, I think we'll we'll get into a bit after we've uh, after we've run run the intro. Hi, this is Don Matteo, and you are listening to the Auto Know Better podcast. Let's do this. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Fuck off, Bob. Um, uh, <laughs> is, is, is today is today's flavour. Um, how are you doing, mate? You've got a bit of an hangover, bit bit, bit rough. Are you all right? What's what's the crack? Uh, I, I drank a bit much the night before, so uh, ah. we're feeling pretty rough yesterday. So I kind of stayed off it. Uh, God, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I got a decent sleep, I think, because there's been a lot of worry and anxiety around Leeds. And I, and I think yeah. uh, um, the the international break came at a, a fairly decent time for us. Meant we could get players back and so on. And you know what? We did all right. And I think there's a lot of stress has kind of ebbed away over the last three games. I think you know we've just been in that position where um, it, it kind of it had got to a point where everybody were like, 
you know, we had positive J early in season yeah. and then that turned around and uh, a lot of people were like, are we going down? Are we staying up? And, and I was positive all throughout them. Then the change of the guard happened and I'm like, right, okay, well, that's us gone. <laughs> and, then he, he, and, and it was, you know, what I was like in, in, in our group chat and, and I was sure that we were gone. And then it's, it's all changed again. And I think there's a lot of stress has been taken away by the fact that if you look at the last three games, seven points, you know, everybody would have bitten your armour for that, 100%. Yeah, I think, I think, I think you're spot on, mate. Like, you couldn't really, I mean, other than picking up all three yesterday, which we'll come on to, uh, which we probably did deserve. Um, other than that, I mean, you couldn't really have asked for a better better result. I mean, don't get me wrong, they weren't easy, last-minute winners, and, you know, we, we pretty much scraped through against both Norwich and Wolves. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's the points that count at this stage of the season, the position yeah. that we're in, you know, to pick up the, to grind out the points, taking seven from a possible nine. You would have snapped, you'd have snapped anybody's hand off, wouldn't you, at this stage before Norwich? Yeah, yeah, big time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, let's start with, with, with the actual performance in itself then. Uh, yesterday, we, um, just just before we do though, what, what, what was your prediction before the game? Did you expect us to win yesterday? I said 2-1, um, and, and I did. I, I thought that we were, on, on balance of the way that we play, the way that Southampton is so variable. I was looking at their, their their results, and they got pumped by City. They got beat by Watford. They got smashed by Villa. But equally, they beat Spurs. They drew with scum. Um, so over the last couple of months, they've been so variable, and they're really difficult to predict. And if you think of yeah. um, what to expect from them, and actually, nobody's got an idea of what to expect from us at the moment. We don't know if we're going to go the four-two-two-two. We don't know if we're going to be setting up the four-two-three-one. I, I, you know, um, I think this, especially with the personnel like available. That. I think if, well, yeah, me too. And I, I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's almost a polar opposite of, of, of what what Bielsa brought, where he used to name his side, and he could pretty much pick the team before the game every game. Yeah. He knew the lineup, you know. Um, and whilst it still seems fairly fairly predictable in terms of who's going to play where um we won't we don't really know until the t- team's named do you know what i mean so we don't know who's going to be playing like yesterday you would never have guessed cooper would have come back in and Lorente had a part of him probably in a million years i mean that would probably been um probably one of my one of my last picks i think given the form of both cock and and struick as well um, I think I think that I think that really threw me yesterday. I mean, not saying it didn't work, but but yeah, I think I think I think that I like that about about Jesse Marsh. Although we've got these two separate formations that we're likely to line up in, I still like the unpredict- unpredictability of, of who's going to play where. Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I think you know when the team was announced and we were looking at, I think we all expected Dan James to be up front, um, and. You know that that's got its drawbacks. He's turned me round. I, I I I didn't I didn't like the fact that we'd spent so much money on him, and you know the fact that it felt like we'd been fleeced by the scum for him. But he's turned me round. The 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 effort, the endeavour, the fact that his little bit will go into anything, it it, it will not shirk a challenge ever. And I love that. No. You know, and and, yeah. and to be honest, when you look at the players that we've idolised over the years, that's really what we're looking for. Is that endeavour, that 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 willingness to put yourself into anything, and he does, he absolutely does, and he takes piss out of some very big players. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, 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 we know that he doesn't have the finishing that we're looking for in a number nine. We know that, so we go into mm-hmm. that with a little bit of a frustration. But he's doing everything that can be asked of him, 
uh, with the with the, the the level of expectation around him. So, other than that one, so when the team's announced, you can see that. Um, but other than you know, Joffy coming in, I think a lot. There's, there's still a lot of pressure. People want to see him starting. Um, I, we, I had a conversation with Rutch uh, before the game about that, and he wanted to see Joffy starting. And I'm thinking, yeah. Joffy's a bigger impact from the bench than either Dan James or Jack Harrison, who w- would be the likely people to drop out if Joffy was to start. Um, so, although I like watching Joffy play, I like the fact that he scares opponents. He's another one that'll just run into anybody. He'll run into a brick wall. He's no, no yeah. problems. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, he, he's so good at uh, uh, maintaining possession. And they have to foul him. They're worried about him. Um, and and it's it's that it's not the Grealish he, he, he draws fouls. It's absolutely not. He's so good with the ball at his feet that they, they, they've got no option other than to bring him down. Um, so I think that there's that there's that the, the predictability there just in terms of who's available. Um, yeah. But but other than that, I think I think you're right. And you know, was Calvin going to start? Would Click play deeper, which I think he's he's, he's doing pretty well at. For sure, I think he's playing pretty well as well. So we're in that position where. We kind of have an expectation, but the Cooper starting piece, yeah, I think I think it, it, it caught us all a little bit off guard. Yeah. So yeah, just on just on Dan James, Salerum's there just said as per the square ball, he's our little scum bastard. <laughs> and we do love him more and more each week. And I think that's yeah. a good reflection. You know, he's 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 in a he was in a difficult predicament to come over the Pennines that way and for a such a such a a big amount of money. Um the expectation was always gonna be high. Factor in then that he's played out of position for probably 95% of this season, uh, yeah. of his favourite position. Um, I think he's done really, really well um, to to not only get the fans on side and, and, and believe in him, but actually put himself about and actually give the fans not just not just what they want to see, but actually, you know, that that effort, that work rate, that that, that thing that you can't teach a player, you know, that that that's yeah. like you say, leaving a foot in on a on a on a six foot four centre back. Leaping and, and, and winning headers against players that have, that are probably a foot have got a foot on him, um, things like that. And, and like you mentioned, the endeavour and things. It's just things that can't be taught. You either got that or you haven't. You know, you you either yeah. get get involved and get 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 amongst it or or, or, or you simply won't. A um, couple of things you mentioned there. Yeah, Joffy starting. That's a real a real chin scratcher for me. Um, I get why Bielsa and Marsh aren't starting him. I get it. I totally understand. I think it's a lot more difficult to to explain uh, to, to to people who who've seen him come on and score a goal. You know, people who probably I don't want to be rude here, but probably don't understand the ins and outs of football as much as they probably think they do. Um, simply because we've got to be really careful with our youngsters these days. Um, we don't want to raise expectations too early. Um, Look at look at what happened to Bamford a few seasons ago when he you know when he wasn't scoring he was he was supposed yeah. to be in his prime um, and and look how long he went without scoring and and, and a poor poor you know poor poor um, run in front of goal bit of a drought and whatever else I don't want that to happen to Joffy when he's starting games at this stage of his career um, we know he's special but even special players need need blood in properly uh, and 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 ultimately that means first team minutes. But it doesn't mean the expectation playing ninety minutes week in week out for me, and that's that. That, that is my personal opinion. I'm not saying I know more than anybody else. Um, he's a fantastic player. It's clear we've got an absolute superstar on our hands. Um, but I I do fully appreciate and fully understand why both coaches in in Marsh and Bielsa have 
I've been a little bit cautious, shall we say, with, with with his minutes on the field, even though he, like for like, is probably our best other option when Paddy's injured. Yeah, and I think that is right. And I think we've mentioned it a few times. I, I mentioned it again because it's still a pertinent point. And I'm not, I'm not equating the two players before anybody jumps all over this statement. It's not about their capability, just the way they've been handled. As you look at the way that Pep managed Foden, Foden's a great player already. And there were a lot of pressure for him to be playing a lot more minutes. And he was cautious with him for exactly that. Because if you build that up and then all of a sudden there's two or three games where they're not playing at that that same level of capability uh, or performance, then the pressure builds and builds and builds. And how do you bring that back in? Once that's happened, it's happened. And and yeah, I think it's, it's really difficult. You want to be able to play your best players. And for me, I think he's one of them. But at the same time, managing expectation is huge. And that is a big part of a manager's job. And I think Pep did it perfectly with, with Foden. And now you can see that they're reaping the benefits of that. And I, 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 yeah, I agree with you. I think you're absolutely right on that. I think that's a good comparison, actually, is Foden. Um, you know, you've only got to look at how, how you know, how the expectation, like you said, that he should have been playing a lot of minutes. He was, he was, he was even in the England squad before he was playing more for City. Do you know what I mean? Which yeah. sort of, which identifies the different types of managers between Southgate and, and Pep. You know, in terms of man management and the expectations and things. But, um, but yeah, I think I think that's a great comparison. I'll, I'll, I mean, I, like you say, completely different positions, and that's not the point we were trying to you were trying to make. But, um, but yeah, yeah, and just just the other thing I wanted to touch on that you mentioned while we we're going on a little bit about Dan James there was was bang for buck and you know living up to his his hype and, and, and his high transfer fee. Um, with another player that started playing really well for us, that's that's has been for me. You know, arguably been living up to their, their their high transfer fee only recently. Um, then maybe a couple of games towards in the in the last season where 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 they showed glimpses. But I think since Jesse Marsh has come in, Rodrigo has been our standout player. I agree. I I, I really do. I, I'd certainly. I mean, there's been a couple of shining lights. I'd, I'd say, but in terms of where they were to where they are now and the increase in performance. I, I don't think there's anybody else there. And the reason I say that is because I think Forshaw has been a, a, an outstanding player during this time as well, but he already was. Whereas Rodrigo, we're kind of below the optimum, below where we wanted to see him and he's really stepped up. There's a lot of talk around bringing him into the leadership group in the in the squad uh, and the fact that he's relishing that. I don't know how, how true that is, um, but certainly something's happened and, and he seems to have been given some responsibility and he's relishing that. Um, and you can see, actually, he's now, it looks like he wants to, he, he's constantly looking for the ball. You know, he wants to influence the game. He wants to be on the ball. He wants it. He's dropping deep. He's moving wide. And, and he's, he's demanding that he's, he's given the ball. And when he gets it, he's not screwing up. <laughs> he's doing well. And, and he is influencing games. I, I think you're right. I think whatever Marsh has done with him, he's exactly what he needed. Um, there's been a lot of talk. Um, about a scum player that's not getting in at the moment, and whether he, that 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 person needs a change, uh, it, 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 Rashford. I'm, I'm I'm talking about that. We're talking about him on, on on the radio yesterday and saying, does he need a change? Because actually, now multiple managers aren't playing him. Well, Rodrigo playing under a different manager. It, 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 I, I like the fact that he seems to have an affinity with the club, but under a different yeah. manager, he's a different player. So I think it's right to call out. And different managers manage in, in different ways. I think uh, Marsh is somebody that's a lot more personable. You know, I love Bielsa. I'm not bad mouthing him in the slightest. But some players need a different approach. And I think that Marsh t- seems to have that capability. He speaks well. 
Um, you know, he, he clearly has a um, a passion for the game because otherwise he wouldn't be where he is. But he, he clearly has a an understanding of the game and an understanding of where players need to kick up the ass and where players need an arm around them. Um, somebody, some, somebody, somebody, somebody mentioned that, and I've forgotten who it was. Um, Ex first team player for us mentioned it the other day. Uh, they, they, they basically essentially put a quote out saying, "In fact, it might have been Eddie Gray." Because, all right, okay, it might have been Eddie Gray. I could be wrong, uh, and I'm sure somebody will correct me. But he mentioned that it was the right time for for Bielsa to leave because when you're down in the dumps and you're struggling, you need you need an arm around you. You know, you need that support network, and that wasn't Bielsa's. You know, that wasn't his character. That wasn't him. He was great at what he did, but that wasn't his style. Um, and I, I could well be wrong, and apologies if it wasn't Eddie Gray, but that's the name that stuck in my head. Um, and it, it, it pretty much echoes exactly what you said there. Um, Bielsa, absolutely fantastic at what he did. Completely different, different gravy when you know in terms of his, his style and everything. But in terms of him and his personality, he didn't have that to go in and you know give a give a players a give the players a hug and say come on when he, you know that's that type of man management was slightly different to potentially an American you know we know what Americans are like in terms of lip service and naturally you know he's, he, he'll, he'll be slapping the players on the ass after the game probably you know go team and all that bollocks and and, and it's some, sometimes <laughs> it was right, it, yeah it's sometimes it, it sounds daft and stupid but sometimes you need to hear that as a, as yeah. a sportsman um <clears throat> I think just, just as you Robert. touch on him as well, just 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 because you've mentioned him, um, I I actually I really appreciate the fact that when he thinks that things aren't going quite right for us or decisions aren't going quite right for us, he's not he's not shy about that. He'll get involved. He got himself booked yesterday for having to go at ref yeah. because the ref fucked up. He got it wrong, and and yeah. he won't he won't shy about letting him know about it. He got himself booked. Well, do you know what? I gave him a bit of a clap for that. That's fine by me. Yeah, love it. Don't mind that. Love it. Get, get, get booked every week for me. If, you know, he's showing... He, he very, very quickly come in and got leads, hasn't he? He understands yeah. the passion, the expectation. Um, he almost knows what the fans want uh, in terms of his substitution, which is very, very opposite to what, what Bielsa and his stubbornness brought. But um, again, I, I'm not, we're not here to badmouth Bielsa in any way. We're completely... Completely thankful and, and appreciate everything he did for us, um, but it, but this change almost feels like it might work now, you know, and it might have yeah. been come at the right time. Yeah, no, I I agree. Like I said before, I, I I didn't think there was anybody could come in and get a tune out of these players in in the way that Bielsa couldn't. I I, I really didn't. I, I did. I, yeah, as soon as it was announced, um, I thought that was it. We were done. We were toast. Uh, and you know, we'd go the way that. Everton and, and Norwich did. They've changed the guard. It's not gone right. They brought in the wrong person. Well, we haven't. And, you know, that's testament. The board have taken a lot of shit and a lot of it deservedly so, I think, recently. Um, but they got this one right for me. I, I was very sceptical. And I think he's come in and, and he's kind of uh, shown that um, he, he, he appears at the moment to be the right man for that job. Absolutely, yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I'm obviously gonna, we, we're obviously gonna, we've got to reserve a little bit of judgment until we see what happens at the end of the season. But based on, yeah, on current performances, uh, points picked up per game recently, I mean, it's not safe to say, but I mean, if you were, to, if you were a betting man, you'd be putting a few quid on the staying up rather than going down now, wouldn't you? Yeah, oh, yeah, I think, um, it was less than 50% chance, um. I, I, was it after Norwich? Um, and I, I don't think we've harmed our chances yesterday. I think 
you know, we can get into the game uh, a little bit more, but j- j- concentrating more on the table. I think if you look at, so Villa um, got beat yesterday, but we were as close to Villa in ninth as we were to Watford uh, in that bottom three before kickoff yesterday. And I think that's changed to Leicester, but because Leicester drew with the score, I mean, to be fair, Leicester were robbed. They should have got all three points. Um, But because um, Leicester uh, drew, they went, but Villa lost. Leicester go above them. So we've maintained parity with ninth. We are now closer to ninth in the table than we are the bottom three. That table's madness, isn't it? When you look at it, when you look at it from from everywhere, from pretty much everyone in the bottom of the bottom half of the table up to sort of 18th. I know there's lots of games in hand and, and whatever else, but I think there's something like 10 points difference between the between top half and being in the relegation zone or something like that, if I remember rightly. Let's, let's bring it up. Points. If you give me 30 seconds, we'll get some up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just, while, just while you're looking at that, Solanum just said spot on loot, 100%, like drama, who's gone out. By the way, did he get player of the month last season in the championship? Last month, you mean? Yeah, in March, I think I think Drama got a player of the month for. Uh, I didn't see it. Championship's not proper football anymore, is it? I don't watch any of that. Um, anyway, <laughs> need thirty minutes a week at the moment at first team level. Yeah, even though we are all dying for him to play ninety minutes and score a hat trick every week, he's not ruining yet. No, look, and I think that's I think I think that's what we were trying to say, wasn't it? We were trying to say, look, bloody mean, bloody mean right. He's not. He's not like he's. I don't know. I had. To, it's hard to had. It's hard to elaborate. On what I've already said, I think really, but but yeah, I think I think the majority of people understand why he's on the bench, um, and and I think Jesse Marsh is doing a good job in in, in doing that. Um, you, something you just mentioned on Rod earlier about him sort of taking a more more a more lead more of a leadership type role within 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 the group. He, he, he I've noticed a few more quotes coming out from the club. From from Rodrigo, I, I don't know if you've noticed that on the on the official. Uh, official. Sorry, hang on. I'll that for a second. Yeah, no, go on, pop it on. All right, yeah. So we've got the table here. Um, so I've just, I've just done from. In fact, let's turn 14, that banner yeah. off. And we can, we can see, we can see the lot. So um, ninth down to twentieth. So Leicester on thirty-seven points. We're on thirty. And Watford on twenty-two. We are closer to ninth in terms of points than we are eighteenth. <laughs> just craziness. Crazy. And when you think, when you consider between being in the relegation zone and being in the top half of the table, is only fourteen points. Yeah, <laughs> just it's absolute madness, and and you think, um, you know the 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 fact that we've taken seven, those seven points from nine that we talked about, um, and, and where we might be, it, it don't bear to think about. But where we are now, you know, is 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 reasonably a healthy position. If you think, I mean, Brentford yesterday was completely mad. I don't even know how that worked. We'd be on the same <laughs> points as them, and they're having an amazing. But we would, season. yeah, we would be on the same points as them if if Chelsea hadn't. Done whatever Chelsea did, it was just unreal. Funny result, that funny result. Anyway, Derek, good morning. A point close to safety, agree with that. And we've actually got a bit, we've got a bit of a moonlighter joined us today from LS11. Uh, Lou, how are you doing, mate? Morning, boys. Yeah, literally just got up, so you can tell you can tell who those of us who don't have kids, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had my daughter getting get, got up at 20 to 5 this morning. She, she she fell asleep really early last night, my youngest. Uh I think it was about five to six she fell asleep. I thought that's dangerous. Anyway, 20, <laughs> 20 to 5 this morning, she woke me up. Um <clears throat> yeah, sorry, Lou. Just talk, we were just going going on about the game. We covered a bit about Rodrigo, Dan James living up to 
their relatively high transfer fees so far. Yeah. Um, and yeah, a bit about Marsh and what he's brought. What do you? I mean, we were all very much. I think I think the majority of Leeds fans were very pro Bielsa, and 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 you know we thought that potential change came at the wrong time. Um, has Marsh done enough for you so far, Lou, uh, to to change your mind and 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 think that the board actually have made a good good choice, a good decision at this time at the stage of the season to make that change? Well, I think he's just done what he's needed to. Really, uh, he's sort of he's made us more solid. Um, the whole man management thing people talk a lot about, um, the arm around the shoulder sort of stuff seems to have worked for a few of the players that they wouldn't have perhaps got from Bielsa. Uh, Rodrigo, probably a prime example of that. I don't think we've seen too much difference really in, in, in Dan James. But again, we, we're not really playing him where uh, where he should be. I mean, if he's a winger, you know, his, his, his finishing is not going to be that of a striker, and he's pretty much shown that. It's frustrating to watch, but it's not really his fault. Um, and I can only assume the reason Gelhart has not been starting games is because he's not fit enough for 90 minutes, you know? But but that's not been said. Maybe Marsh can can put that one to bed. I like him as an impact sub, but I would like to see, you know, a full 90-minute performance, I think. Yeah. Just on that, Lou, just on that quickly, mate. Yeah, I think we, we, hadn't, we, hadn't, we hadn't considered that. We basically essentially said it was protecting him. Um, he needs blood in properly. Mm. Um, but my argument then would be, I think I think for these types of games that we should be winning, do we really want to be blooding the youngster and giving him an opportunity? You know, I mean, it, it is open to debate, but I would be more interested in, in seeing Geldhart having to go 90 minutes against a free hit against Man City. Mm. It's a free hit, you know. We're not expected to take anything out of that game. Why not give him ninety minutes? You know, it's almost like it's almost drawing a drawing a non-league club in a cup game. Do you know what I mean? For me, because we're not we're not expected to get a point at City. We're not. Simply, it's as simple as that. Anybody who knows football, you can call me what you like, but we're not expected to get a point. So why not? Why not give him ninety there? I know it's tough. It's going to be a lot tougher. But if he if he if he's as good as we all expect and want him to be, do you not think that's a good idea? Yeah, I I mean, di- didn't he play most of the game against um, Spurs at yeah. Spurs? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, when they say when he says he's going to play a bigger role at some point, I assume that's what that means. Um, like you're saying that the, the term free hit has been sort of thrown around a lot in the last couple of seasons. I think we need to be solid enough and maybe looking to go into those games and. Maybe not trying to win, if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Po- points are points are most important, really now, and I think that that was key yesterday. We we create we created pl- plenty of chances. Um, we probably did enough to win the game, but although I probably felt a bit deflated after the game, I think you know picking up a point looks getting to thirty points looked better than perhaps sitting here right now with twenty nine. So, and I kind and of I, agree with that. I kind of agree with you both, but at the same time, I don't at all. <laughs> and it, I find myself in a, in a, in a bit of a, a quandary here because, I mean, we were in a different position uh, last season, but we all looked at April last season and we all thought, shit, if, if we need any points coming out of there, we're, we're toast because look at the state of it. Uh, mm. And then we got a man sitting, we beat him. And I know that it was anomalous. I know that there were no crowds or whatever. Not much of a crowd at Man City anyway, but I, I know that it was an anomalous season and we were doing better. So the pressure kind of felt different on the players, I think, because there wasn't, at that point, there wasn't really that risk of relegation. Um, but at the same time, 
I do want us to go. I, I don't want us to low, low block and play on the counter, but only commit two or three players forward. I want us to be committed to, to getting forward and, and 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 playing that attacking football that we've grown used to see. Would you would, you would you rather lose five or six nil at City and have a go at them than than than, than lose one nil and have a shit and have a shit performance? If you're gonna lose anyway, not put it in. Yeah, probably. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I think, <laughs> I think I would. But but if you could if you could if you could I mean it doesn't happen often, does it? But you look at you look at you look at Burnley and you look at the way they play every week pretty much. Every yeah. week. They play for a point pretty much most weeks, don't they? Um uh could you could you get uh, I couldn't get on board with that as a as a football fan, I don't think. I think I'd rather I'd rather watch a team I'd rather I'd rather watch Bielsa's leads and get and see us get get, get five passes every week. Can't deal with it. Can't deal with that many <laughs> can't deal with that many goals going in against us. It's just <laughs> it's just horrible. <laughs> I, um, he's a quandary, but I, 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 what I don't want, I, you know, I don't want dice ball. I don't want a, a big Sam kind of safety is one thing, but I want more. I don't. I don't just want to survive every season. We need to survive. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I yeah. want us to have more commitment and more. I think at this stage it's a little bit different to how we set up at the start of a season. And at yeah. this stage of the season, we need to a point as a point. As as Alison and Mike have said, yeah, we could get a point at Chelsea. I think that's based on their shite performance yesterday at home to Brentford. But um, but yeah, look, do we need points? And at this stage of the season, where there is a still a, a, a possibility of. Of the, of the of the dreaded R word, we we still do need those points, don't we? Uh, but then on on, on the opposite hand, Selenium is, is probably a little bit more like me. I got all goal differences fucked anyway, so let's have a crack. Yeah? That's true, and it's not <laughs> it's not gonna it really comes down to that anyway. So yeah, no, I get no, I guess he's right. But I think some of the thing as well this season, and we we have obviously had the the, the terrible injuries, but Brentford are in the Premier, they're back in the Premier League, and they've got that first season in the Premier League, so. By all accounts, they're having a good season, but because Leeds are ambitious and we've got um, we've got some big players, that's why it feels like we're having a bad season. Are we having as bad a season as Brighton? You know, they're, they're on a terrible run. We, we might end up above a few of these teams come the end of the season, and then it looks completely different. So it's it's really difficult to look about the whole thirty-eight games right at the end, and that's that's when you analyse it. But we're analysing it as we go along, and we. We are starting to get more performances now and we are going to probably finish above potentially Brentford, Newcastle, maybe Brighton if they carry on on these runs. I'm not worried about it. I'm just pleased that we're not pleased with the way we are because we're ambitious and we are capable of better. And I think that's why it feels like this. And I think yesterday, I mentioned to you last night, Luke, I feel it felt a little bit subdued yesterday, Ellen Road. I mean, I guess it all depends where you sit, but um, like it... It almost felt like the relegation thing has had sort of passed a little bit, and that we're all maybe a little bit more confident after the last two wins, and that we're not not as worried. Definitely at Norwich, it had that atmosphere because it, we had that pressure. Um, I don't. I think that pressure is definitely lifted on the players a little bit, and I think you could see that the way they played yesterday. There wasn't really as much adversity, and let's be honest, the goal that Southampton scored was was a freak. Really, I mean yeah. that. that yeah. I mean, how many free kicks like that go in? Even though well, we knew that one was for going him, to go in. 
Yeah, for him, quite a few. And, and, and that for me, it was a bit frustrating that they got that decision. I didn't think it was a free kick. No, it um, wasn't. But, but, but you know, it, it's what we should have done is, is actually chop him down and give a free kick well outside the box, nowhere near it, uh, because we had all sorts of opportunities to bring him down. It, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? At the end of the it day, is. man, he give him a free kick. You know, I, I almost said it's this is this is it. Like, I, I, James Ward Prowse, it's, it's the old, it's the, you know, you, you give somebody like that who's got that technique and that skill and that level of, you know, free kick ability, you give him a chance and he's, and, and that he's going to take it. How many points has he rescued them this season or won them yeah. this season alone, you know? Um, so yeah, look, we, it was a free goal. I think I think overall we probably controlled the game for probably 60, 65 minutes of it, uh, and then they probably had a bit more control for for maybe half of what we had it. Um, I think I think we I think we we did enough to win the game yesterday. We didn't take our chances, um, and on another day we would have probably been out of sight before they even had that chance in the second half. I don't think they tried to win that game though. Oh no, I, I, no. I, and, and I found that really bizarre watching that the, the, the time wasting the the staying yeah. down, which we've seen pretty much every game at Ellen Road. Uh, I, they're safe. I don't understand why they wouldn't be trying to go for it. You know, trying to rub salt in the wound of us. They, they, I, they did not go for it, which was bizarre to me, to be honest. Considering how they play for the rest of the season, they're supposed to play you know similar football to us. I don't think we saw a lot of that. I mean. Look at Ward Prowse. You say that. You, you say that. They'd lost four on the bounce. True, but 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 they, in in the way that we lost that many because we sort of play ambitious football. That they, you know, in some ways did the same, and that might be why they lost as many games. They they it wasn't they didn't didn't desperately need points from that game. But yeah, they no, were def- definitely it, really happy with one. It didn't make sense at all that the mid table play, play you know play acting for a point why. I'm wasting time to try and get a point in mid-table. You know they're not going to make Europe. They're they're not likely to be in the relegation battle uh, yeah. over the last sort of seven or eight games of the season. Uh, it was it was it was it was frustrating to watch. And I obviously watched it from home because I've got the the bit the dreaded COVID again. And um, so we, I, it was just awful, awful tactics to watch. And we just see so much of it creeping in in the Premiership now with shit teams that have got nothing to play for. Wolves are another one. Um, it, it were awful to watch for it, and I, it's something yeah. needs to be done. I mean, don't get me wrong, Luke Ayling does it, and it's frustrating, and we all cheer it when it happens. And he flops. Rafa was worse yesterday, Rafinha Sorry? was worse yesterday. Mm. He's, he's, he's going down over nothing, he's holding his face, he's crying. His rap? Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like no, it. I don't and until we start put until. We start punishing them in some way that if they go down and the break is stopped, they have to go off the pitch for 60 seconds, a minute. I don't know, just some Well, do you know what? They're supposed to go to the sidelines. And yesterday, after Forster had taken out his own man... It is Forster, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, Forster. They've yeah. taken out his own man. Even though the medical staff came on the pitch and sorted him out, he didn't even go off. Never no, mind. Go off did, though, didn't he? At least no? did, didn't he? The defender. No. Didn't he? No, didn't go off. Was it, it Salisu? I don't think it was Salisu, was it? Anyway, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. I see. I think I think if the, if if play is stopped for whatever reason for a particular player, whether they've had treatment or not, until we start punishing that, players are just going to do it. Players are going to play out. They're going to roll about on the floor, and 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 ultimately, that's 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 what football's becoming now. And I understand we've got a duty to protect players and their health, and 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 you know head injuries and 
and whatever else. But I mean, come on, ninety nine percent of these these players who go down aren't injured. Yeah, yeah. So I, I also I just want to go back to a point that that, that Lou made as well. So we, we we're saying that Brighton might drop into it because they're on a real poor run of form. Southampton got beat by Watford. Watford yeah. in bottom three. Uh, and and they've not won in four games. So I've just called up there for anybody listening on audio. We're just looking at the table. Southampton yesterday, had they not got a point, um, would have been uh, a point worse off. And their goal difference would have been at least one worse off, which would have mean they'd have been one point in front of Brighton on the same goal difference of minus 10. Mm. So if Brighton had potentially fallen into it, then Southampton needed to do something to stop the rot. Four on the mm. bounce defeat so and and coming off a really heavy i think it were fa cup that city thrashed them in but it, it were a heavy defeat and and not just the the score line it was they, they were terrible in that game who, who impressed you for southampton then i mean no one no one and i don't think they've got any decent players i think they've got one way of getting points and that is just die for a free kick and hope he puts it in top corner i tell, I tell you what I, I tell you what watching from the uh watching from from afar and 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 on telly i uh I'll tell you who impressed me uh, was Carl Walker-Peters. He does yeah. just every time down that left-hand side. He was the uh, only person I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there was any... Obviously, James Ward-Prowse... Yeah. What, what else does he do other than... Yeah, yes, he's not a good footballer. No, he's he's, he's he can't kick. play football. He's too slow. He's just got a great free kick on him. He's the modern-day in art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not good enough to play in... In a first pick England team, is he? You know, no. you can't and you can't pick him just for that. No, but he's not bad to have off the bench if you're losing against Brazil in World Cup final in 93rd minute and you get a free kick on the end of the box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he comes straight on. <laughs> the, the, the commentators yesterday they said they said uh, this is as good as a penalty for Southampton. Now, uh, what what thick bastard compares <laughs> a free kick 25 yards out with a wall in front of him and players all over to a fucking penalty? Come on, man. Like, <laughs> I'll give you an idea. Who was commentating, actually? I can't remember. But I remember noting it. I had thinking, yeah, pretty much exactly expected you to say that. Um, and just on him, the, the so the ratings on the BBC website, I, I don't I don't know who does them. And I don't know if... Oh, yeah, I saw that. None, of, none of the Southampton really got above strange. seven. No. So Ward Prowse, having scored, got a 6.5, which man. puts him 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 13. In fact, he's not... Their best player wasn't as good as our worst performance. <laughs> which was which was who? Strouk, who didn't play oh, very much. Oh, 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 hardly played any of the game. Who came on at left back? <laughs> yeah. Um, who got yeah, a 6.76? Dan, Dan Solo, Jesse said that. What, what, what bit's he on about? Is he on about the free kick thing, do you think, that I just mentioned? The free kick penalty comparison? Uh, I'm not sure. Just let us know, Dan. Uh, morning, the bearded peacock. I don't know if that's a friend of yours, Lou. Yeah, that's George. Morning, George. Uh, this is a good talking point, I think. Alison and Marty Adams seem to think 35 points and we will be safe. Um, I happen to think it'll be less again. than that. I happen to think, I, I happen to think that probably be... I can't see Watford picking up another 13 points or Burnley 14 or Norwich. Um, well, Watford need to win three more games than us to get out of that. Yeah. yeah. Look at, look at it this way. If, you, if you're going to say that, then Brighton and Palace are safe already. Yeah. You know, are, are Burnley and Watford going to get 12 and 13 points more for the rest of the season, respectively? Like, no, they're not. <laughs> like, like, they're just categorically not. Like, regardless yeah. of the... I don't even need to look at their run-ins. 
they you're no, not going to get double their points per game. I yeah, tell you, exactly. I tell you, has got an horrible fucking running. Everton, Everton. Yeah, I know, yeah. and they're going to they're going to lose today as well, which is excellent. Obviously, I'd love to see Fat Frank take them down. I really would. I mean, yeah, oh. for, for for the for the football neutral, that 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 is easily the funniest thing that could happen this season. <laughs> like, Salenium, Salenium thinks thirty-three. One more win, we stay. I don't. Does anybody have a? I mean, it's it's, it's very much how long's a piece of string, but I think this season. You look at you look at that table. <laughs> Sorry, Luke, you've you've called our coach out for saying the penalty thing. <laughs> well, he's wrong. Hey, Jesse, you're wrong. What do you know about football? You're wrong Sorry. and you're thick. What do you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I, I. I, if I'm honest, if we didn't pick another point up for the rest of this season, I still think we'd stay up. Uh, and I, I'm honest with you. I'm, I'm, the only reason I it's possible, that is yeah, is because the teams below us are just like you say, categorically, the chances of those picking up enough points are are very slim to none. Um, I think we will still pick up points over the rest of the season. I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, I think we've still got a few winnable games. I think Watford, this next one, I think I think we come through that unscathed and at least get a draw out of that away at Watford. And I think I think that's. I think that's probably enough boxes ticked for me. But um, with yeah, everything sorry. going on, I think we're, we're we're more than capable of just picking up a, another freak result. I mean, no one expected us to beat Wolves for for various reasons. Why why not beat Chelsea at home and you yeah. know put it to bed or something like that? I mean, if 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 we're all really honest about it, we beat Watford next week and it's it's you no know, basically done. I think. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, I mean, there's I, a not... tough run of games after that, but but you know the last two games of the season are Brighton at home, and then mm. Brentford. Now we cannot afford to need anything out of that Brentford game. Out of any of those two, to be fair, but, they both but, need um, to be dead rubbers. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, but but I think when it comes to Brighton, I expect that they'll have just about been all right by then. Um, they'll, they'll they'll probably not be anything in that for them. Um, I I think we take three points there, but. You know, if we struggle against, so we're away at Palace, who have had a, a varied season. They're difficult to predict. Um, mm. We've got away at Arsenal. We've got at home against City. We need to win that Watford game. I think. I think you're probably right, Luke. We could go to the end of the season and not pick up many points if we got a draw against Brighton, Brentford, and Watford. I think we'd be fine. But mm. if we win against Watford, it takes a hell of a lot of pressure off those games against those ESL clubs. Yeah, mm. I think I think if we beat Watford, um, does that put us something like eleven points above above them? Um, with uh, with the, they, bring it back they'll, up again. <laughs> they'll have they'll have a they'll have a game in hand still, won't they? Yeah, they'll have a game yeah. in hand still. But One game in hand, but, but eleven behind. Uh, and over over the course of six seven games, that's a lot of points to pick up. It's a it? lot to re- overhaul. It really um, is. They ship too many goals, I think. Uh, Watford. Yeah. Yeah, but they also look really good in attack. You watch them. I, I mean, they're, they're capable of beating us because they're that sort of team. You know, yeah. they, yesterday, did, 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 yesterday they, they played a weakened side and they created lots of chances against Liverpool. Shouldn't yeah. they have beaten Scum the other week as well? Yeah. Not so long ago. I think it was one all in the end, weren't it? Or something like that. Yeah, mate. Hodgson ball. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, look, I think I think it's it's, yeah, it's definitely worth. Uh, it's it's going to be exciting into the season, if if nothing else. But a um, couple more more little bits and uh, bits and things to touch on. I think we, we mentioned at the start of the show with, with with the name of the show, "Fuck Off, Bob." Um, what's the thoughts on uh, on on players giving it to the uh, giving it to the fans then? Well, 
absolutely nothing is better than telling somebody to fuck off. So, I say fair <laughs> so like, so absolutely fair. But I mean, adding players is just weird. Have a moan about it in the pub. But don't don't yeah. at them on Twitter. <laughs> Have a moan so, about it on Twitter, but you're absolutely spot on. Just don't at them. Yeah. He deserves everything he gets. He's now he's now, I believe, I think uh, deleted his account. Deleted his account. He blocked me yeah. before he'd done it. He's because <laughs> I retweeted it saying that yeah. this is, uh, his Sunday is basically fucked. He's like doing his his kids yeah. are going to be fucked off because his, their dads basically. Slagged off a Leeds a Leeds player. He's all he's ruined his da- he's ruined his own day, mate. He, yeah, he's he, yeah. he has. He woke up this morning. He had an opportunity to have a good day, and he fucked it <laughs> at the first hurdle. <laughs> well, I think he actually tweeted it during the game, didn't he? If I remember right, he actually tweeted it during the game. Uh, oh, did he? I thought it was this morning. Uh, no, oh, no, it was this morning. No, this morning, Twenty yeah. minutes before Click responded at nine twenty-four. So, so it was nine so o'clock Bob, this morning. Bob's, Bob's clearly watched the game back. Clicks lost the ball in the in the. Clip. I mean, let's watched. be honest. Bob Bob's probably not been at the game, has he? He's watched match of the day this morning, and he's whinged yeah. about one event in the game. And it was Ailing. It was Ailing who, who gave the free kick away. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Bob knows fuck all about football and deserved everything he got. Um, yeah. I think, Basically, guys. I, I I, for me, I think I think that there's there's a bigger thing as well. I think if we look at, uh, I I I really. I mean, I, I rate him as a player anyway, but I rate him as a human. If you look at the way that Ailing's spoken in the press recently about his stammer and how he's overcome that, and mm. um, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff. They are humans. These players, yeah, all right. We we idolise them. We go. We we pay good money to go and watch them week in week out, and and they live lives that go along with with people that earn a huge amount of money. But they're still human. You know, they, they, they still have to deal with the emotions and the challenges that come along with having such a massive spotlight shone on them. And I think going along and atting them is just a shitty ass trick. <laughs> and and no, no one disagrees with that unless they're just mega sensitive. Any player that had have said "fuck off, Bob," I'd have been okay with. Yeah, like, li- literally anybody. You know, and and Clip was actually pretty well, like probably one of our better players yesterday as well. You know, yeah. I, I think. And we've said this loads of times before, even in our championship um, winning season as well. We used to notice a lot of, we were a lot more vulnerable when Click went off the pitch. So there's an awful yeah. lot of stuff he does, even now, that, that you miss when he's gone. Well, yesterday was, I mean, we were quite lucky in the respect we had more than one central midfielder playing in central midfield. Um, I think that's probably one of the first times this season because we had Cock filling in there quite a lot. And obviously, mm. since Marsh has come in, we've gone down to two pivots, which has meant Cock playing alongside. For sure, Dallas has filled in there as well. Um, but we actually had three fucking central midfielders get available yesterday, and Click, <laughs> For sure, and then and then KP coming back. Um, just want to touch on that actually. Returning players um, uh, for our running, obviously, unfortunate what's happened to Paddy. Uh, wish him a speedy recovery with with that. He's obviously been carrying that for some time, and it's just not doesn't seem to be getting better. But um, but yeah, how much of a lift do you think it gave the rest of the fucking lads, and not just the fans, but but. But actual the the squad yesterday seen seen their captain Cooper who, who was outstanding yesterday by the way um, and and KP in that in in that in that squad. We have a new hero now though, mate. I think Joffy got a bigger reception even when he came on. Did he? <laughs> I, I, well, it felt like it my, to me. It's just is my observation, mate. But I think people got more excited by that, you know. It's, a, yeah, it's Craig, a different position though, isn't it? It is, it, you know, it people come to watch girls. And I think when when you've got a young, raw, exciting talent like that that's coming on that you know is going to impact up up top, 
because um, yeah. we've seen but him do did, it. Did we as Leeds fans care about CDM before Calvin got that good? <laughs> it, was, it, 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 was, it was a central attacking midfielder before that. Yeah, good point. Basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think I think we just give him, you know, maybe it's just his position as to how you know excited we get when he comes on. I think I think it reflected that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, we no, I, 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 I'd, I'd, I'd agree completely. It's just I think it's just really I think I think Phillips, yeah, great to have him back, and he and he, he you know he he must give so so much confidence to the centre backs behind him when he when he's on yeah. the field because. One question I've got, though, I suppose, is with us playing two pivots, Calvin did that all by himself. He did the spraying, he did the protection, he did the anchor roll. Does that give him more license to go forward, or does that give give? There's been talk, and there's been, been talk of him playing that 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 role where Farshaw would do more what Rice does, and Phillips does get a bit more forward. I think. Mm. The, the, uh, I, there's probably an unspoken thing that, that that we're skirting around here, and it's worth calling out. Is I think you're right on click. I think he's played really well. I think he's relished that deeper role. I've mentioned that just before you came on, Louis. That, that I think he's played well since Marsh took over, and he's, he's done well in that deeper role. Mm. I don't think there's space for him at the moment because he, Rodrigo's made himself undroppable. Calvin coming back in, and I think Farshaw's been one of the shining lights in the past two, three months. When we've when we've been really poor, he's he's been the one that's that, that for me has has played well. I think Click's the one that misses out. Um, I don't think the space for him if Calvin's back in. But having said that, how great is it to actually have options? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, we've not had it all season. Yeah, yeah. But then then you, then you can look at when Calvin's fully fully fit. You can look at, at Click in the ten uh, and Rodrigo playing in his preferred nine role. You know we've got yeah. so many more options when, when when we've got players coming back. I think I think that's I think that's the added bonus more than actually having these the the, the, the numbers and everything. It's 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 the flexibility it gives us as as, as a team uh, and be able to play players in their in their preferred positions and you know not having the square peg round hole holes which which unfortunately um Marcelo had to do on occasions but also chose to do as well sometimes. Also uh, I think it Calvin coming back gives Melier an option. His just distribution's so yeah. so bad giving the ball to to Calvin who will just turn and pick a pass yeah. rather than watching it the ball either go out of play, playing a terrible loopy um kick up field or to Dan James. You know, <laughs> to Dan James, or not picking out Dallas, who's got acres of space on the left, um, yeah. which was probably the only thing that really pissed me off yesterday. And I don't know if it's lacking, uh, he's just he's a bit nervous, or it might be, I don't know, some of his injuries and some discomfort or something. I don't know what it was, but he, he's not quite the ice man that he, he has been, has he? No, no, I'd agree with that. I Despite he made a couple of big saves yesterday, as I well, think we do. I think we do invite a lot more pressure onto us though at the moment. Um, mm. When you know teams, when teams identified how how we played, uh, they, they 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 almost countered that by when our goalkeeper's got the ball at feet. Although it's almost like having an extra, extra centre back, they would they would push their defensive line as tight to our wing backs or or whoever was was open as they could, which almost sort of distorted his options. Um, so, so I think that's one thing. Uh, I also think he's very green in a lot of areas. I think, I think the free kick uh, yesterday, if he takes a step to half a step even to his right, he saves that. Um, but, but look, I think he's, he's, he made some great saves. The, the one against um, Norwich as well. So he's, he has, he has, he's got a lot in the bank. Is probably what I'm trying to say for a young goalkeeper. He brings a lot, yeah. 
it brings a lot to the team. And I think I think I think the positives way outweigh the negatives in terms of Mesley. When you look at the previous goalkeepers we've had, you know, Riedvald, we've had fucking Kiko, we've had, you know, some real shit over the last few years. Um yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think if that's our biggest, if that's your biggest gripe from yesterday, I don't think we're doing too bad. Yeah, Just on that free kick as well it was Ward Prowse actually came out and said he he decided he was going to put it in far corner, and yeah. one of his teammates convinced him to put it over the wall. So well, when yeah. he was setting it all up, actually, what he would have been doing is he'd, he'd have been looking at the factor. So I, I get what you're saying, but equally, if he takes half a step to his right. He's further up and on, on the other side. He's just, he's, he's a brilliant free kick taker. It's one of them. I and mean, you can't, if it takes one sit to his right and it goes in the other corner, then he gets, you yeah. know, he gets fucking slayed. Well, you give him some shit for that as well. I think keeper yeah. positioning is everything, isn't it? Like you say, but Ward Prowse is good enough just to pick out the other corner. If, oh, I'm sorry, if, that's if scared. Oh, I'm just about to put that up. That scares me. Don't forget <laughs> Don't that. Get <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, spot on, Lou. Um, we've had a good, good question here, and I don't really know how to answer it. I'll let you guys go for this. Uh, who has improved since Mars took over? For me, well, I'll, let, I'll let you we guys mentioned go. Rodrigo, didn't me, we? I don't think anybody's particularly improved. I just think players that have, have got a little bit more confident and play uh, playing playing with um playing with each other but also in their in their preferred positions for me. I don't think anybody's improved in such a space, short space of time. I think confidence yeah. has. Yeah. Yeah I think I think just confidence. We already know how good they are. We know what they're like when they're at their peak performance. If anything, our our technically our our best player has actually been, you know, worse. <laughs> I was just so, about to mention that. Yeah. So so <laughs> so <laughs> But you know, in in that, it's at least everybody hasn't got worse. Like seeing Rodrigo play well is 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 brilliant for everyone, and not just because he's a good player, but I think it's good for him that he's living up to his price tag as well. You could tell that that it was maybe getting on top of him, and I I think maybe Bielsa just expected too much of him. I think the role maybe Rodrigo's got now. I know not every pass Rodrigo goes for um, comes off. But I think he probably sees a pass that a lot of players don't. So when it does come off, it's, you know, decent. <laughs> players whose contribution has increased, you pedantic bastards. Yeah, it's the level think, of performance, think, isn't it? Yeah, in, in terms of performances, definitely. I think, I think, I think the obvious one, like, like Lou says, Rafs have got worse, but Rodrigo's have stepped up. And I think, I think, I think we'd all probably agree with that. I think Clicks improved as well. I think yeah. you know he's been asked, he's doing a different job. He's playing that bit of a deeper role, and like I said, I think he's relishing it. I think he's playing well. So uh, those those two are, for me are the standout candidates in in answer to that. Um, I've still got a bit of a question mark over Lorente. I'll be honest. I think technically he's our most capable centre back. Mm-hmm. I think he's an accident way to happen, though, isn't he? I, I think it might be a bottle thing with him. Uh, yes, so yesterday he came through the game. I think maybe two months ago he'd have probably gone off at about sixty minute mark. Um, so maybe that that's coming round, and again maybe that's the Jesse effect. I, I'm not sure, but um, it, it just for me there's still a question mark over him. I think he's a really capable player. I think it's more attitude and will than capability on that one. Um, but equally, I, I think that I think there, there is a good player in there. I, I just I want to see more from him, and I want to see more of that leadership. I think everybody looks better with Cooper in the back line. You, you, um, I, I, well, I hope you agree with me, but I think it's mad that we've made two international centre-back signings 
um, European <laughs> ones, and Cooper is still our best centre back. <laughs> I do agree. There's a lot that wouldn't. I think. I think actually, if you fast forward five, ten years, I think uh, Strike has the opportunity to outstrip them all. I think he's going to be a really, really good player. But for me, Cooper's our best centre back. And what's our best centre back partnership then? All, all, him and Lorente, fit. I think. Coops and Lorente. I, I think it's him, him and Lorente, and I think, uh, but it's him and Lorente with Phillips in front of them because although that's not centre back partnership, yeah, everybody yeah, looks better with Phillips around. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I actually think it's Strauch and Coops, but um, uh, I understand. Llorente uh, is probably great to have in the. He's probably one of our only dangerous um, people in the box from set pieces, um, and he scored. He scored a couple of goals already. I mean, he should have scored yesterday, really. Yeah. Got away, yeah. got away from his marker, and yeah, just he, he would have marked it. Uh, that was early on, wasn't it? That was that was in the first few minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah well, just yeah. waiting for that to drop in the net, and it yeah, yeah. didn't happen. No, that was a shame. Yeah, uh, so think... yeah, but I, I think overall, I think the output that we're seeing, uh, the endeavour hasn't changed. They were working hard before, but there was a there was a confidence issue, and the level of performance wasn't there. And I think that's that's what's come about. And I think Click and Rodrigo have kind of been caught to that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I and mean, I think I think it's I think it's. I think it's helped having having players like like Forshaw step up, um, uh, who, who since he's come back has been he pretty much. I mean, uh, it sounds sounds dickish to say, but when Rand Rosani tweeted, where you know, in response to where's our new central midfielder, and he put Adam Forshaw, and everyone was like, "You fucking prick!" What you about? <laughs> he didn't offload the pressure on him though, didn't he? He did, and, and look, he's he's come back, and he's absolutely like he's. He's just so intelligent as a footballer, right? It just seems to turn one way, turn the other, and he just creates his own space. Um, he's not he's not going to score you a forty yard screamer ever. He's not. In fact, he's probably never going to score for Leeds ever again. I'd love him to though. We'll be on pitch if he does. It's like Batty, isn't it? Did he score for it? He has scored. No, I don't think he has. Anyway, I he might have got one in cup. We'll we'll have to get stats on it. He might have got one in cup, but he never looks like he's going to score. Even when the ball comes to him and he's he's on the edge of the box and he's got loads of space, he always looks for a pass. He's fucking so you know really. Forshaw's only scored a penalty, I think, at Fulham this season, and that's it. Has it? Yeah. Or did oh no, he he put it over the bar, didn't he? But yeah, look, I think I think I think it's a good position, and I think hopefully we've ridden the you know the the, the storm of, of of poor form, confidence, and and it's nice to see some of the players smiling again, coming into these interviews, like like say Ailin's interview the other day uh, on the BBC, coming out and speaking about his his stutter and his stammer, and how how he, how he, how he relishes doing these types of things now. Um, we spoke just before you came on about Rodrigo. Um, and 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 his confidence and how, how that's shown in, in his performances, but but also how there's a lot of quotes coming out from the club in Rodrigo's name and how he talks now a lot a lot a lot bit more to the media and stuff. Um, so I think I seen one the other day about him saying he wants to stay pretty much forever. He loves it here, sort of thing. Um, so so yeah, I think we're in, I think we're in a real good transition period, a good time for us. Uh, and and just to go back to the question I asked you earlier about Bielsa, uh, Lou, and and and. And Marsh, I think, I think ultimately, I, I'll hold my hands up and say I was wrong um, because I thought that we should have waited till the end of the season and, and Bielsa should have been doing this job until then. And that was the best opportunity we had to, to stay up. Um, I think the last three games have, have certainly proved me wrong amongst us, others. Uh, so, so yeah, on to, on to Watford away next week. I don't know if any, anyone's going. 
You going, Lou? Not currently, no. If I get a ticket, I'll probably go along providing this, this COVID's fucked off. Um, just a couple of quick questions before we do go uh, about yesterday. Uh, I'm pretty sure it'll be uh, unison, but who, who was your man of the match yesterday, Lou? Coops. Cool, right. Maybe it was Bobby Unison then. Um, Gilly. Coops. Oh, was it? Okay. Well, I went for Rodrigo. <laughs> um, I, think, I, think, I think Cooper was outstanding. Very close between the two for me. Um, I just thought Rodrigo just offered that a little bit more. Cooper, fantastic though. You know, we've missed that with our centre-backs. Not saying that Lorente and, and, and Struik and, and, and whoever else, I don't feel in there, but he just... No nonsense in it. He gets his foot in. He wins the headers. He goes up. He doesn't give a fuck. He, he, he might. You're always worried he might get a red card, but you know he, he'll he'll get his foot in there. He'll get stuck in. So look, I, I went for Rodrigo simply because of his creativity. Without him in there yesterday, I think we'd have lacked a lot of creativity. Yeah, he just um, wins every header. He wins every it, header. It's not even just that for me. He does. He does. He is good in the air. He, he wins a lot of his his head tails his jewels. But at the same time, what he also does is he sees the danger before it happens in a way that the others don't. Yeah. The others, I think, Lorente is probably our, our most technically capable defender on the ball. Um, uh, I think from a, um, a position of strength, Cock and Strike both maybe are ahead of Cooper. But in terms of sniffing out the danger and in terms of being able to put in that foot when it's needed, I think he's the one that we need there. What are you doing? You're right, Lou. Are you all right there, mate? Sorry, <laughs> sorry, someone's at the door. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's that. We'll, we'll just we'll just mute Lou while he answers the door. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Make sure we uh, don't get shot or anything. We're here if you need us, Lou. <laughs> he, does, he does live in Battersea or somewhere like that, somewhere really rough. <laughs> um, but at, at the same time. The BBC had a different player, one that we haven't mentioned. Hey, up his phone's going now. <laughs> He's um, doing himself on, now. Who did um, the BBC have then? Jack Harrison. Did they really? Ah, he yeah. scored, didn't he? Well, yeah, but uh, I'll yeah, be, I'll be unknowingly pretty much, but but yeah, well, he scored, but at the same time, well, Prowse scored and didn't get as as high as our lowest. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, good point. Alison and Marty, they're going to the game. Martin's going. His boss is taking him. Um, see if there's any spares for me, Alison. I would love <laughs> to uh, join them on a bit of a corporate afternoon down in uh, down in sunny Watford. Um, Rodrigo, agree? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Matt, are you doing that as All well? All right. No, we're just <laughs> laughing. <laughs> uh, the defence looked a mess yesterday. We looked disorganised. We just won two games without Cooper. Oof, <laughs> that's a cat amongst the pigeons then. Disagree with that um, one. More, I, 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 don't, I disagree in terms of defensively. We look disorganised. I thought we looked quite good yesterday in terms of organisation, and, and and we looked relatively sturdy. I, I tweeted about our our shape yesterday, um, average shape per ninety minutes, and and we were really, really narrow, like really fucking yeah. narrow, like like really, really narrow. And I was quite surprised at at, at that, but. In terms of organisation, I don't think we look disorganised. Um, but yeah, hey, look, we, did, we just won two games without Cooper. Why change a winning formula? You're quite right to say that, but he's also the captain of the squad. And, and we only see 90 minutes a week. You know, we don't see the other five days a week that they're training in the training ground, what Cooper brings to that squad. Um, so, so, yeah, look, he's, we'll, 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 we'll put that one on ice, I suppose. Um, 
Bailiffs, let's watch Lou become homeless. <laughs> That's the one <laughs> you're laughing at. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, Michael Brown, this is going to be debatable, I think. Leads Mr. Trick not getting Ericsson in on a free. I don't think we missed a trick. I just don't. I think Ericsson already owned a home in London. I think his wages will be astronomical. Um, would he fit into our team? Would he have done the running that we did? Yeah, he had a great game yesterday. He's had a couple of good games for him. But did we miss a trick? Were, were we even part of that trick? For me, I absolutely 100% think we missed a trick. And, and if we weren't in for him, then that's short-sighted of us and we should have been. He's on a deal till the end of the season. And he had a massive impact on that game yesterday against, although we ate him, against a, a good side that's had a huge amount of investment made into it in Chelsea. Um, and it, it, he, he is a top player, you know, and yeah, he's, he's got not, so not, much not experience. Uh, yeah. And I think that, that, you know, we've talked before about we lost Berardi, we lost Pablo, we lost quite a lot of experience. Even um, Alioski had played a lot of games for us and, and was an international. We lost a lot of experience and I think, to carry us through to the end of the season. I think that would have been a big deal. And yeah, he might have been expensive for six months, but we can cope with that. Yeah, I think I think Selenium's spot on there. And I, I think I agree with him here. I think, I think yeah, top, top player. Would he do the running that's expected of him and the pressing and everything? He's not, he's more of a free roll type guy that can, you know, that can get you the assists and goals. Great, we do need that. But we also need somebody that, that can fit our mould as, as, as a squad, I think. Yeah. Um, and there's a, a, a there's a risk there if you bring somebody in like that, it can you know it can benefit as it as it obviously has Brentford on a couple of occasions, but it can also have have an adverse effect if if that makes sense because he's going to be a free roll. He's not going to be expected to be doing the pressing that all all the other lads will be doing in terms of the hard work. And I think we had that a little bit with Rodrigo when he joined, and now he don't stop fucking running. You know, we've almost. Right. I can give you a bit of context there on that one is um, Lingard. Everybody yeah. raved about Lingard's performances at West Ham. Yeah. And he was scoring goals and he was assisting goals. But at the same time, it cost them more goals than he benefited them of because he didn't do any of his tracking and his working defence. Well, That's why well. I didn't want to sign him. He's because he was an absolute passenger when his side were out of possession. So yeah. I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from on that. But I, I do. I, I, do. I, I, I rate him as a player and I think that um, you know, we're seeing that he's got that fitness. It's a, it was a bit of a gamble. Oh, we've lost Lou. It was a bit of a gamble, but at the same time, I think it was a gamble worth taking. Well, yeah, no, and we'll, we'll, we'll probably will never know that and whether he will yeah, fit. That's whether true. Will fit. But yeah, look, great shout. Um, last couple of things then before we shoot. Uh, Johnny B. Good has just said Click and Rodrigo have been, have been really good under Marsh. Yeah, we touched on that earlier. Um, Michael Brown, we've not kept a clean sheet since November the 21st. Fucking hell, that's, that's, <laughs> that's pretty well, isn't it? Um, if only we had a team of Michael Browns. <laughs> um, and then Cooper with leadership. Yep. More. We missed a lot of tricks with the Bielsa. Excuse me. Uh, there were so many quality players that became available since we got promoted. We've paid the price this season. But I mean, yeah, blame Bielsa, blame the board. I'm sure we'll probably see whether it was the board or whether it's Bielsa come the summer and Jesse Marsh's um, recruitment piece and, and what happens there. So, plain to look forward to providing we stay up. We've still got uh, still got seven games, seven big games um, for us to uh, for us to stay in the Premier League. Um, but what we got coming up, Matt, this week in terms of OKB? Um, well, it'll be uh, main pod uh, will be Tuesday night. Um, I, I can't remember who's on that one. Um, <laughs> there'll be four of us on there anyway. It'll be yeah, 
Um, but there's also a competition. So um, the competition for the shirts, uh, 500 YouTube followers. So if you're not following us on YouTube, get on there because we're very close to that that um, that position in that draw that being able to be made. So we've got that as well. Um, other than that, I, um, not all that much, I don't think. No, no, relatively quiet. We have got a few bits and pieces lined up for the summer. Keep your eyes peeled. Um, new bits and pieces in terms of sponsorships and stuff. We had a good night out with um, with one of our our friends and, and partners, Pundit Games the other week there up at uh, Golaccio in Leeds. If you've not been if you've not been up to Golaccio, have a few pints with Tim in the bar there. It's a great pub if you love your football and love Italian football and 90s football. Um, yeah, thanks to Lou for joining us tonight. And it looks like he's, uh, tonight. he's had his doors, doors broken down by, by the police and they're now in his loft checking for... <laughs> but, um but yeah, thanks to everybody as ever who's popped on this Sunday. I hope you enjoy your, your roast and whatever else it is you're all up to. Um, and yeah, we'll look forward to catching up with, with you on Tuesday if you're there to join us. Thanks ever so much. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Thank you for listening to another Auto Know Better podcast, the independent Leeds United podcast. You can engage with us via our socials on YouTube and Twitter at the address at Auto Know Better with your thoughts on the show or subjects you'd like us to discuss. You can even join us live and have your say while we're recording on our YouTube channel for the main weekly show 
and the Berardi & Co. After Match Podcast. With three years' worth of content you can listen back to, from interviews with former Leeds players and managers to Hollywood stars. Maybe choose carefully which match reviews to check out, though. Remember to subscribe on whichever app you choose to follow us on.